Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Oh, cheers to you. Cheers, my love. Um, did you hear the ding? I wonder if people even hear the ding of the coffee cups clinking when we do it. Let's try it again. They do. Yeah, they do. It's there. Jen, that's the one thing you care about in the podcast. You're always, because you have a paper cup now, so Vic the Sound Chicken and I had the cheers, and you always think that through. I do you think don't that. Have to, though, because I was already 100% aware. Like multiple times. Look, yeah, but more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Typically, people don't realize that it's it's little Ren and Vic doing the thing. Well, you know, I was up very early this morning working out. Just if you want, if you were curious. Also, I visited one of our favorite coffee shops called Five Stones. Um, we'll just give another shout out. I think we did last week too. But if you haven't been there yet, you got to visit their new location, downtown Kirkland. Where are you going with this? It's just I have. Paper I cup. just randomly it's, changed the. You said paper cup. Oh no, I was saying. I have yeah, a paper cup. You have Five Stones cup, which yes. is awesome. I was randomly saying that, but like. Okay, like Vic the Sound Shake will text the mics when we're starting. I'm typically with Cough Talk Studios being like, hey, what's the open? Like, what are we going to talk about before we get into what we're going to talk about? And then you, without fail, are very aware of about like the cups, the dinging, which I'm like a lot of times like, oh, we don't have to cheers. We'll yeah. just say like, cheers, oh, babe. Yeah, but it's a, it's a real thing for you. It's details. They matter. No, no, no. Other details to you don't matter. But that, that I'm curious as to why that one detail, because it, it, it happens every time. It's called, it's our brand. Yeah, it is. Oh. It, look, thank you. Oh, it's our brand. Well, so. Lil Ren has been trolling her dad all morning. Everything I'm saying, <laughs> she's like, so easy. <laughs> oh, I, man. To have some moral support sometimes from the female. Gender, I was not. I was just curious as to why it was. Um, it's definitely why. been this week has been an interesting week. You know, it's been a great week, but you've been on a roller coaster emotionally. And if we should, if we're gonna have an honest conversation, we should have an. Honest I'm not on a roller coaster emotionally. A little bit. It's okay though. But <laughs> I, I kind of wonder. You know, like women. You know, we have monthly things that happen to our bodies, and we go through roller coaster emotions. Gross. But men, they don't okay. have anything to show for it. They just. They just have the emotions and emotions. It's so unfair. It's unfair. You should have something to show. So I have to give you the emotions. grace that you would lend me, you know, when I would be on mine. But I don't have. One. Are you talking? What are you talking about? Your menstrual cycle? Is that too this personal? Is, oh <laughs> man, I'm having my morning coffee right now. <laughs> TMI. Okay, TMI. Oh, but anyway, there's. But it is like it's been a little bit of a you know maybe it's the weather change. The weather change. I love this weather. You do. Okay. Love it. I love fall. Fall is in the air. I do have to say this, though. The Yellow Jackets I was just going to say, maybe the Yellow Jackets. Oh, my God. The ranch has been, well, it hasn't been invaded. They've There's invaded one spot us. where the Yellow Jackets have built a hive in the ground. And the problem is they did it right next to a pond that has koi fish. Now, those koi fish don't belong to us. They are the owners of this property. But we're I can't, taking care of their I pets. can't kill them because I, I heard they're very, very expensive. And so, which part of me wants to kind of like sell them on the black market and then just tell the landlord Eagle swooped in and well, grabbed them. Well, one Eagle already has swooped in and I taken think, something. I think, because one's, one gone. one's gone. I can't be held responsible. They dive um, deep Did I make $10,000 off of that? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no. Um, so anyways, I can't spray the poison that would in eradicate these these mm -hmm. yellow jackets in mere moments. It would eradicate them. I would win. That poison sits on my patio. And every day they taunt me as they, they swarm about and they just they buzz a they muck. About. Yeah, well, no one can go enjoy like the pond and the and the area down there, the waterfall and, and area. To your defense, you have a very you're you are deathly scared of so, bees. Wasps. So deathly scared that I go down there and deal with them, but no, I no, do. No. It does. You, I run. You do it from a very far distance. And I go like, down there and you run. Like throw a rake and then you leave it. You don't go and grab it. Like you're trying to get like get into the hole, and so it's like you just like. You like were getting the so right two to nights get ago. Me, hole. Caleb, Judah, my brother Ben, we all were like came up with an idea. We were gonna boil oh, this okay. mat. 
we're going to boil this massive pot of water and we're just going to pour it down the hole at night. That might have been better. Well, the thing of it is we realized is like we probably were going to fall and scald ourselves and like it was going to get really bad. And probably by the time we finished pouring it, so my brother-in-law, Travis, who is the only farmhand around here that actually grew up a bit on a farm, he was like, dude, you better pour that boiling water fast because you could just make them really mad. And then they're just going to come up and just sting the hat. I actually think the opposite would happen because they dor- they lay dormant at night. So I think you actually could have just stood over them and just poured that hot They wake up really quick. And it would have taken a good, I would say, 25 seconds to pour that whole pot. It's a big pot. Anyways, we opted against it and we shoved a hose down the hornet hole. The Which yellow- we heard it works. We, we YouTube And this. I turned it on and left it on all night. I'm talking eight hours of perpetual drowning. <laughs> And I asked my brother-in-law, I was like, do you think that'll drown him? He's like, well, if I held you underwater for 40 minutes, would you drown? <laughs> I was like, dark, but yes. So I woke up the next morning. I walked out there. Hose been running all night. I'm like, I didn't see any bee activity. Typically in the morning, they're up and going. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what? I think we drowned them. So I turned off the hose. Within 20 seconds, they started coming out. And now it's like they're back with a the fury. They are hydrated. Uh, yeah, it's like they were thirsty and they just drank all the water. I didn't drown them. Uh, yeah, I think I gave them a good drink. Busy bees trying to rebuild their uh, their little uh, yeah. hive or what do they call? The yellow jackets nest? are winning. Is it a yellow hive? Yellow jacket hive or is it yellow jacket? It's nest? a hive. They build their hive down in the in the ground. They're down in the ground. So I mean, if I sprayed the poison, it they'd be dead. But it also kills the fish. Yeah. So I can't kill the fish. We know. We've talked about this. Guys, the yellow jackets are winning, and it is... Okay, well, let's just put this out there. If you're a specialist in yellow jackets, <laughs> we invite you to the ranch to to assist us this week. No, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, if you have yes, any skill I'm or sure be outfit... Yeah, well, hey, it's bizarre, but I think bizarre subs- for the bees. our subscribers are really jumping through the roof. We have a thing that tracks it. It's um, our, whatever, our service that helps us do this podcast, and... Thank you for listening and subscribing and downloading. Like it's it keeps tripling. Post, share, like, star. Oh, wow, way to go! Thumbs up. Vic Vic had said a few months ago. She's like, I really want to lean into the podcast, you guys, and I really want to grow its brand. And I'm like, whatever. I love doing this, and I love I love our podcast family. Yeah, I but thought about it, but, I haven't done but I'm like, I I have I only have so much virtue to like invest into things like to like make them grow. And this is not something I'm like trying to make grow. I just love doing it. It's a digital library for our family and friends. We have fun doing it. Cup Talk Studios is a is a blast. I do predict. But anyways, can I, say, can I interrupt? Can I just say no? No. Well, okay. you can't interrupt because I haven't even finished my thought. Oh, sorry. So you are cutting me off this time. I was just saying that Vic the Soundchick said she wanted to do something, and although she's done nothing, you have tripled. I have thought of things. You have tripled our listeners, so your thinking is accomplishing it. Yeah. Yeah. So way I, to go. I wanted, here's a raise. Thank you. Zero. I wanted to say that I think consistency brings growth. So we've been doing this really consistent. Really. And I think. It definitely has something to do with it. Also, I predict How many in the episodes? next two something? years, we could be potentially doing more live podcast recordings because the listeners will reach out and say, can you hear her live, mic? live, live. Yes, I can hear her mic. Oh, it sounds like you're, you're talking so soft. You went into librarian well, when, voice. When, hey, why don't you let me do my job? <laughs> Vic, can you hear? Can you hear this, Vic? <laughs> she just jumped. <laughs> She just jumped because, yeah, sorry. I was actually, sorry, listeners. I was trying to make Vic the sound check jump because she has earphones on, but then I probably also scared you as well. Bam! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, anyways. You know what I'm looking forward to? As 214. 214? Mm-hmm. Oh, way to do your job. Another race. Here you go. Zero. Um, 
You know what I'm looking forward to during the fall weather is the walks. And we do this thing as a fam. Um, well, Jen, you don't do it. And Lil Ren, you don't do it. But the rest, this thing we call step bet. It's where you, we've talked about it before. I've done it. You you track your steps every every day of the week. I you have, get more steps than probably like. Well, you know what? You just got an Apple Watch for your birthday, so we should see. You should just jump on. We should see. My Standing and stepping and is not the same. It is. It is. No, it is. In a coffee shop, she moves. All she I do is stand well, I challenge you because I'm at twelve thousand on a regular day, fifteen thousand on a power day. Yeah, I'm at 50, on I I had a hard 50? time. <laughs> She's got you. I, I want to see it. I want, uh, when this is over, so, I want you to prove that. But last week, I averaged forty-one miles a week. Forty-one miles a week. Wow, babe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're getting that figure, man. I'm winning like, it for the family. Well, no, I'm just walking. You're getting that holiday figure going. Holiday what? Figure. A holiday figure is plump and no, plump and merry. He's holding some back so he can get that holiday figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. I, I'm trying to. I, what I'm trying to do is eliminate yeah. vacation figure. Yeah, seventy five strong. I mean, whatever, but yeah. seventy five strong. You are. I thought you. I thought you weren't doing it right. This I'm time. doing it. Oh. <laughs> Spoken like a true person who's not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I okay. If I'm being honest, I missed the gym twice last week. But that's I'm supposed to go five times a week, so I'm still I'm still in my game. Anywho, skis, you guys are doing it, Vic. You're doing it, right? Yeah. No, the whole family. You know what? Well, I work out and walk every day. Pretty much. Are you doing? Uh, you're, but you're doing. You're tracking your points. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, step bet is a lot of fun. You pay forty dollars. You can get an app. We sh- they should sponsor us as much as we talk about them. But and if you get your steps every week, you split the pot. So, I think the most I've ever made in a in a six week time, which is how long it spans, is like ten bucks. Yeah. Vic, you do like a bunch. You became a member. Right. Yeah. How much have you made on step bet? Tell the truth. Christiana's made over two hundred dollars. My sister has made over two hundred dollars on step bet, and all she does is work it out. But yesterday, so I get twelve thousand on a normal day, fifteen thousand on a power day. Yesterday I took my rest day. I got thirty one hundred steps. I just looked at it. I barely Still really good. No, no, no. I barely moved yesterday. That's good. You needed the rest. It was for, it's a, been a long time other than vacation. But since like on a on a Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a day off where I don't do like do stuff. And I sat down and I watched all the happy movies. I watched Joe versus the volcano. Nice. Oh, you did? You finished it. I watched Mary Poppins. I I watched that oh. with you. I watched The Princess Bride. Thirty five year anniversary. Oh what? Really? Last week. I think that's what I saw it pop up, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch it." I watched all, and those are all feel-good, happy movies. Nice. Just um, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. They all are very, um, they're all very like um, quotable too. Like I remember Joe vs. Volcano. You know the guy in the shop. He's like, "I'm not arguing that with you. I'm not arguing that with you, Harry." Yeah, I know he can get the job, Harry, but can he do the job? That's a great question still to this day. <laughs> I know you can maybe get the job. I know you can get the job, Harry, can you but can he do, the, do job? the job? If I said that, I would be wrong. If I had said that, then I would be wrong. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, so great. You did? Really? Feel good cry These shows. These are things that we do. Law and Order, SVU. Dude, those aren't feel good or cry shows. Those are like. Especially heinous. Those are dark. Dark, what does dark heinous shows. mean? Because I feel that's like that's how they describe that heinous. show. Did you just say that word on? Well, it sounds like that word. Heinous. We're gonna have to put the heinous. e mark on this. Heinous? Stop talking. Heinous. They're like, I don't like that word. In the legal system, there are especially heinous crimes. <laughs> that's what she watches. Who so deal with those especially I actually, heinous I think it's really crimes? <laughs> interesting to hear everyone's like, you know, day when they're off from work, what they do, like movies. 
crime shows. Love Island. Oh, that's horrible. That's that's you shouldn't watch that. It's dirty. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> they go on an island and make love. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes love with each other. I don't wish that. A bunch of strangers on an island just loving it up. And see which loving is best. That's Love Island. Nasty. It's true. It is kind of you're sort na- of truth to this. Uh, you're nasty. Can I just say to all the friends um, mm. out there and family that support us over the weekend, we had our grand opening and we had a, a fantastic Well two done. Days. Golf clap. Thank you for stopping you by. It. If you haven't, come by and see us this week. But it was it was a fun two days. Sweet serenity. Doing yes. well. Lil Ren, did you go to your shop? Yes. yes. They yeah. did. Oh, man. It was fun. It was fun. You did a great job, job babe. Way to kill it. Thanks, Girl babe. boss, you inspired. You helped me. High fives. Any Um, Today, I want to talk about, Jen, you came up with the topic. I mean, of, of course, I'm going to, no, shockingly, shockingly. Um, no, last night you were like, let's talk about growing pains. Mm-hmm. And let's choose some of the things that we think are growing pains in life. And then how do you deal with growing pains? And when I say growing pains, I'm assuming everyone understands what growing pains. Did you guys, Lil Ren, did you ever have growing pains? Like physically in your body? Did you get mm-hmm. those? In your shins, I think? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, your legs. It was a while ago, but I I remember our kids having growing oh, pains. Oh, I remember Caleb having them bad. Yeah, like in his legs. Yeah. And it's like as your body grows and your bones expand. And what it is, growing pains by definition, is just you're expanding and being expanded hurts. Right, the more you're stretched, and so there's so many parallels you can make in life. Like if you feel stretched, if you feel like you're being your world's expanding. As you grow, there is pain that comes with growing. Mm, you see the you see the metaphorical par, paralytical <laughs> the metaphorical paralytical like connections I'm going to make right now. Paralytical. Um, I like it. Jen, you you had the thought. I doubt you did any of the work. Um, <laughs> do, <laughs> you think I'm honest? Do do you can you come up with right now and at the whim of this moment like? What are some life's some of life's growing pains? Raising, I have, I have, I have several. Exact. I mean, okay, like, yeah. where do I start? Uh, raising, out. Um, having a baby and not sleeping through the night. Mm. The growing pains. Having um, a baby. That no. That's that's that's. I don't know how you women do that. And cheers. Raising to you uh, toddlers. Terrible twos. Parenting. I call them terrific twos, where it takes all of your attention and energy. You actually don't um, call them that, but you just say that. Well, I think it's so fun. I think it's so funny when people do that. Like, I like to call that. Like, no, you don't. But you just said that. Yeah, I like yeah. to call it terrific twos. I call that. Um, no, you don't. But you're, you're doing that now. That's what we call, yeah. what we call raising toddlers. Um, I also hate when people like are bosses of people and they refer to them as my employees. Yeah, I don't like that either. My um, staff. Yeah, my staff. My people. My team. My team like, like at the you're most. Triggered. Yeah, at the most, I could be like, if I'm sitting down and eating dinner, like this is my meal. I'm gonna eat my chicken, my family. but like I don't think you should put ownership on humans. I agree, That's, and it's it's a total pet peeve. It's, a it's not a real thing. It's like, a default. It's, most people do it's, not even it's a mean that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I get bothered it's by it. I also <laughs> hate when people take mozzarella and they call it mozz. Okay, I'm like, why would you call it mozz? It's called mozzarella. <laughs> Saves time. Um, do you have any mozz? Do you mean mozzarella cheese? I, I don't know why that bothers me. What are some of your? These are growing pains for me. What are some of your pet peeves? <laughs> Ah, uh, tomato, tomato, <laughs> potato, potato. I don't think it is. <laughs> All right, okay. I, well, let me let me hit you with a thought. Should I? Wait, I didn't say what. Moving out. What do you mean moving out? When you move 
first time. That is growing pains. For sure. Oh, you remember that? I need toilet paper. I need paper towels. I mean, dish soap. I need dish towels. Yeah, and here's the, okay, well said. And here is the paradox of growing pains. The pain comes because you're growing. There's actually, there's a good thing that's happening. Moving out, getting on your own, freedom, living. Like, as you grow and advance in life, there's a pain that accompanies your success. And that's what makes growing pain so paradoxical. Is It's like, it's for a good thing, but there has to be pain with it. Which I'm curious, like, why can't we just have good things without pain? And that's a question for Dr. Molly at some point. Are we bringing her on the show eventually? Yeah, we got to get that scheduled. So I know she said she'd do it again. Vic, the could maybe like coordinate yeah, some things. Vic, could you do your job? Oh, that's like, mine. Um, sorry, my bad. Whoa, whoa that's Cop Talk Studio. Fail, fail. Sorry, I'm Jen, sorry. Don't check it. Turn it off. I just did. <laughs> You're a little like getting into it like sorry as off. you start to read. I just did. Okay, I have an idea. I think growing pains, I've narrowed it down to two things, and then I've also narrowed down the opposites of those two things as growing pains. And I think these are growing pains that everyone can experience. I would say some of the most common growing pains, so maybe we can talk about them and how to deal with them, are, first of all, life not going the way you want it to. And also, another growing pain I have learned is when life does go the way you want to. So disappointment has growing pains, and winning has growing pains. Okay. And then secondly, another thing I think that, is a growing pain in life, is people letting you down, right? Mm -hmm. And also, on the opposite side of that, loving people comes with pain. So people letting you down, that's growing pains come with that. And also loving people, people you love, Mm -hmm. has growing pains. I think it's... I think the paradox of growing pains is is best described in the paradox of these two things, which the opposite is also true. And I will quote Princess Bride now, inconceivable. <laughs> inconceivable. With a lift. But That's the guy, the Roman we, Sicilian. Can we do this whole podcast with He keeps going, inconceivable. And then the Spaniard goes, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. That's such a good it's quote. A Inconceivable. Um, okay, life not going the way you want it to. How have you experienced growing pains with that, babe? Oh, man. You know what it is? It's one phrase I'm going to say. It's unmet expectations. Yes. I, I had a conversation with a friend the other day, and, and I appreciated the honest conversation we were having, and he was kind of letting me know some things that where he had been disappointed by me. And I, and I had asked for it, and I think that's healthy. It's also hard, isn't it? That's also hard to have those conversations, but I also think it's healthy. And he shared a few things. And because oh, I pulled him out, it wasn't like it's a friend. So it's not someone who's like pulling it out, you know, like it's just like coming to yell at you and be mad. It was very, we were enjoying our time together. We talked a lot, but then there were a couple of things. I was like, hey, I noticed this. And, and I was like, you know, is there anything I've done? And then he's like, eh. And I was like, come on, man, let's be honest. So then he got honest. And I wanted to apologize, but I didn't know that I had did it. That I you know, you know like, done anything really? I didn't wrong. know I had done anything wrong, and right. there was no intention behind it. There was no malice in my heart. It might have been a wrong and right thing. Either. Yeah, I don't even know that what I did. No, in fact, that's the thing. So, had I done wrong and not known it, I'd apologize for not being aware that I did wrong. But when as as the as the conversation continued, I realized, oh, I didn't do anything wrong. And so here's what I apologize for. I was like, you know what, man, I am realizing right now, real time, that you had expectations of me that I didn't meet. Right. I didn't know you had those expectations. And in fact, if you told me those expectations, I'd probably be like, bro, I can't meet those expectations for you. Like your your expectations of me don't set my priorities. And I think that's a good way to live life. Like other people's expectations mm-hmm. shouldn't set your priorities. Now, Jen, you have expectations of me as a husband. But when I said I do, I agree to those expectations and vice versa. I have an expectation. Right, today. yeah, we both do, right? So you agree to it when you get into those relationships. But 
so I just, you know, I am so sorry that me not meeting your expectations has disappointed you. But you know what I'm saying? So I think um, life's disappointments come pretty much in the form of unmet expectations. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And, and I think, you know, growing pains can come in different ways, right? I think also in the typical process of life, every new season usually, I mean, for me personally, is, it, is another growing pain. You know, your, your capacity has to expand and it's not there yet. And so I don't know. I feel in some ways, um, I feel like I'm kind of in another season of like kind of growing pains. Um, especially, especially leading a community, a church, Mm -hmm. um, but you've done that for many years. Yeah. It looks a little different in this season. So there's things that I don't really know what to do, to be honest. Like, and so I think, cause typically, you know, you and I both have a real good sense to, to know what to do. Like it's Mm -hmm. just kind of our personalities, Mm -hmm. but the the ability to figure out what to do. Yeah. But I, I don't know really how to figure it out or what to do. And I, and I think that's, that's another kind of crossroads season and it's, it's growing pains and it's how you process through those days and hours. I think they matter, right? Which leads me. Yes. Which is a great point because there's growing pains also. And when you win and when things go the way you do want them to go. So there's always, there's, there's definitely growing pains and unmet expectations. And then there's also the growing pains. And when things do go the way you want, which you wanted to start a church, you probably more so than me, for me, it kind of took God saying do this and don't start a typical church build a community I think it took God for her too she just hears quicker well actually God spoke to me through her <laughs> yeah yeah she yeah so I actually never said it until you said it yeah but you've always wanted to I mean since you were a little girl since you were a little child you would dream well, about and plan over the podcast but that's actually that's actually not true no? at all no argue over the podcast that's why we do I don't yeah. I think that's your I think that's you what, you're denying the fact that you were a little church girl from the very get-go and always wanted to like pastor a church no no Never, actually. That's that's never. That can't be true. I honestly, I was so content. Like I don't, I don't. I think you have preconceived, you know, ideas. But I honestly, like, no. Like I would have never thought that I would ever have left. You know, the community we were building for almost fourteen years. No, no other desire. The only other desire deep inside me was business. Like Mm -hmm. wanted to start a company, and that that came for sure. So it was God. I don't know where, you know, that's okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know that. Yeah. I never actually, you never actually have shared that with me. I have, I have multiple times. I did not know that. You're blacking out. What? Yes. I'm losing, I'm losing time. What's a fugue state? Oh, I don't watch drug movies. Also. (laughs) I had not anymore. Um, That's a good show. So I believe there are growing pains when life goes the way you want. And growing pains when life doesn't go the way you want. You know, Caleb recently this last week, our son, you know, was was is is helping build something and like and socially, and it it had a it had an off night. And I and I remember him coming home and him kind of reliving that feeling because I've gone through that where you're like you're building something and you have all these moments of success and that's awesome. But then with success comes growing pains. Like how are you going to handle that? Is it going to change you? And then you have the moments where what you expected didn't happen and it's like it's it's not the end of the world but it does in the moment feel like the end of the world and you know you well and and, and it's not but it feels like it or it could be and i think that's the point where you have to kind of be like or maybe it was because failure is a part of life we so we so quick we so quickly want to be like nope 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 it's not a failure but sometimes it's like nope 
It is. It's actually a failure. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think I want to be very slow to point the finger and put blame on stuff because I don't think there always has to be a blame. Sometimes things just go wrong. They don't work. And there's so many scenarios and factors into that. But he was genuinely like. I actually don't agree with that. What? Before you go. Oh, um, yeah. Well, you don't I don't think what? that just them things just go wrong. And there's nothing. There's something along the way somewhere you could pinpoint probably like some things that maybe were like needed to be maybe realigned or fixed or maybe things we knew and we didn't do. And then it, it, it but this is very much your personality and my personality. But, but you have but to blame somebody. So, no, not somebody. In your mind, Sometimes it's even systems. But in your mind, someone did something. Nope. Not yeah. in my mind. Or didn't do no. then, then, then you would agree with me. Something or just, something. something just went wrong. Let me ask you this. Do you agree with me or disagree with me? So let me? I'm not saying somebody. Sometimes what the system that we have in place, it could be a, multiple saying. people could be running a system and we keep using the same so system. So I'm saying something went wrong. So something went wrong. Then you agree with me. Sometimes things just go wrong. Yes. Okay, 100%. then you agree with me. But don't you think the wrong... But no. don't, this is fun. But this is a good conversation because I want to ask this and, and just be open-minded. Not that somebody did the wrong but the system that was that's been working isn't working anymore so True. that produced maybe failure in the moment so it and i think sometimes when you when you oversee organizations or any kind of thing sometimes it works for a season but then you have to make a change and i would subscribe to that philosophy 100 okay, like so we're, we're but saying you i think you what you're saying and maybe you're going to backtrack now is that no, somebody a while ago made a mistake, and that's why this is wrong. And somebody didn't deal with it, and somebody didn't recognize I think it, it. I think, well, I, I think. Because your personality is to kind of look to do. What did we do, or what did we not do? Whereas I'm like, sometimes you did everything right, and, and sometimes you did out. everything you could. And sometimes it just, you know what? It just failed. And you could point the finger all day long. I do agree sometimes. At yourself, you at others, you, or you could just move on. I do on. agree sometimes, but I don't think all the time. Okay. Yep. Right, which I think is just personality. Anyways, so Caleb was kind of dealing with, um, he was dealing with the disappointment of it, and I was reliving it through him. And I remember it kind of really bothered me. And I was like, but I remember you were like, babe, like it's so, and I'm like, you know what? Like I just, I'm glad he's experiencing that. I'm not mm-hmm. glad he's, in growing pains. I'm not glad he's experiencing it, but you kind of have to experience it. You have to experience things not working the way you want. Okay, here's where I think growing pains come in the most. It's not so much in life circumstances, and I think it's with people, which brings us to the second one, people letting you down, I think. And then also, when you get close enough to people where you love them, I'm not just talking friends, but you know, where you love people, I believe there's growing pains on both ends of that spectrum. And I think those are probably the toughest growing pains for me personally. I don't know if this is universal. Would you agree? Like, would you more than life circumstances? It's people because I feel like life I can chalk it up to like, you know what? Like, what are you going to do? But when it comes to relationships, like people you chose to be friends with or people that you relied on or you leaned on or family, God forbid, you know, and all of a sudden they let you down. God forbid they hurt you. They maliciously mm-hmm. do something to you. They they turn on you. They change. You change. You hurt them. They react. I mean, there's it gets so messy. And I think there are and or you fall in love with someone and then you you Give you you depend on them. Mm-hmm. Which to truly love someone, there has to be a level of dependency. I'll never forget the one and only time I almost broke up with you while we were dating. I called you and I was like, I just don't think it's working. <laughs> and you were like, Yes, it is. And I'm like, No. <laughs> I remember this. I remember like, and he, I was like, I was truly like emotional. I'm like, no, he emotional. I, I think we're going to have to end it. She's like, why? I, it's just not going to work. And you're like, it is going to work. And you know, and I'm like, no, it, 
it's not going to work. And I'm so sorry. And I'll always love you. And I'm being so dramatic. And you're like, no, here's what is happening, Billy. You're like, and you didn't say it like a mom. I'm saying it like a mom, but you said it really lovingly as a girlfriend. You go, you just, Maybe. you're kind of, you, you realize that you're starting to depend on me emotionally and that you love me because I love you too. And you're, you're afraid you're going to get hurt or I'm going to hurt you. And it's okay. But I love you and we're going to do this. And I remember being like, no, that's not it. And I have the phone. I'm like, that's exactly it. Like, yeah, yo, I didn't hear from like I just didn't days. want, I mean, it's like I loved you, but to love you, I, that means I'm going to have to be vulnerable. And that means I'm going to have to be open. That means you, well, it's totally risk because you could totally take advantage of me. Like if I'm guarded, you can only get in the shots I let you get in. But right. if I like open up and you, you could just really do some damage, which, you know, that is love. That's the risk. That's the beauty and the risk of love, right? Totally. It's like you could do this. So I think the growing pains are hardest to deal with when it comes with people, relationships. Okay, here's here's what I know. And maybe we can talk about this. You, have you ever had that uncomfortable situation? Pick the sound check. I just heard that you had this recently. Um, I won't say what it is publicly, but oh. you'll know what I'm talking about. No, no, I'm excited. Have you ever had that uncomfortable situation where you run into people who have let you down or hurt you? Or you feel like betrayed you in some way, or there there was this right. It was unmet expectation. Um, that's life circumstances. I'm just talking about like people that you like. You once were good, and now you're not good for whatever reason. Could be an ex. Could be um, there was a fallout. Could be a disagreement. Could be there, it could be way more severe. Could be a divorce. You know who knows? And you run into them, and the uncomfortableness of either them acting like nothing's wrong. <laughs> right and you all know you're faking or them like responding with the same kind of like oh my god i can't believe you know like and it's like it's a big drama have you ever felt that which i would call i would put that in the category of growing pain mm-hmm. because you're in relationships and because things are happening like that's bound to happen okay vic that happened to you recently this week i think yeah. right yeah yeah you don't have to say who no, but right refuse, how did you handle it i refuse to be fake i won't do it so what'd you do <laughs> I think that's avoiding. You I, did? There was no, if I had to interact, I would have, but I wouldn't have been like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's so I good to see you. Hey. Hi. But I didn't have to, so it worked out. Which I think is actually, I'm curious, and we really got to bring Molly on. Um, I'm curious what our favorite counselor in the whole world would say. Like, is that healthy to be like, you know what? If I don't have to talk to him, why do I have to talk to him? Like, we're not trying, you're not trying to reconnect, right? If you have ill will, like it's like messing with you, yeah. then you need to deal with something. But if you're just like, I'm not trying to have a relationship with these people, I'm good. Jen, if you had that, what do you do? I'm well, curious. I, yeah. for me personally, totally. I, I feel feel that feel that deeply how she's feeling. For you me. feel it deeply? I feel that. I, I, I totally understand why she was like, well, if I don't have to have a conversation, I'm just going to move forward. I, I definitely wouldn't have gone over out of my way. But I think this, and, and, and I think this is where God's been working on my heart, is... I think when we truly forgive and love people, even the anxiety of seeing them subsides. I don't say it goes away completely. It wasn't anxiety. It was just like... But even the... Even the ugh, (laughs) right? Even the the feeling of like, oh my God, there they are. I think... And so, you know, and, and the only way to know that is when you're in those moments with those people... How you how your knee jerk reaction is? I think that's a real telltale sign. I think you can say, "Well, I'm fine, I'm fine," but then when you see him, you're like, "Turn the no. other way." And I think I just think 
there's there's a level of forgiveness and love that we can project. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And spoken like Mother Teresa, Jen, and you no, are really no. good at that. But honestly, I feel like the rest of us on this planet, if we're being honest. Unforgiveness? It's not unforgiveness. I just don't genuinely like the people, and I don't have a problem not liking everybody. I think it's okay. Like I've had some people over the years, over the over the vast years of our life, that there's been a falling out or there's just been a separation for whatever reason, good, bad, or ugly. It, it happens, and I think first of all, it's just admitting to ourselves that happens. That happens. Mm-hmm. People over friends, and then they're not friends anymore, and that it sucks. Actually, it actually sucks, but it happens. So I think just admitting, like, hey, that happens now. Uh, there's some good you can find and maybe try and find the good news. But I've had people like reach out to me via text or phone call. And I'm going to be honest. I'll be honest right here on, on, on Coffee Talk right now Dude, today. Be honest. I ignore them. I don't know if it's good or bad. Some I don't. Others I'm like, or I'll reach out to others where there's been a breach. And I'm like, hey, I'm just thinking about you. I hope you're well. Or I'll answer or I'll respond to the text like, hey, thank you for the text. You know, I won't say good to hear from you if it's not. You know, because sometimes people get back. I don't and, have to actually. I think you could. I respond. ignore some people. Is that bad? I think bad? you could respond to people, but you don't have to say anything you don't mean. Like it's good to hear. <laughs> you don't have to say it's good to hear. You say, "Oh, thank you so much." Thanks for Jen, thinking about me. Jen, have you ever ignored anyone? Have you ever purposely just been like, "I'm not going to get back to you"? You've, you've waited. I, I have you ever? No, I don't think so. See, I. I think maybe I'm. Is somewhat avoiding. Yeah. There's okay. Niche, there's something still inside. But me. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to condone it, but I do want to see how relatable this is with everyone but, else if we're yeah, being it's an honest. honest conversation. I'm saying they're not my world. I'm not looking to reconnect. Our worlds have diverged. They've diverged. Um I there's no ill will. There's not like an unspoken like you did this to me and we have never reconciled. I mean there in some cases there's like it was just kind of like bye bye and we're done. And what was a good friendship and relationship ended abruptly, but it it ended it ended and the, it was done. And there's no like, so sometimes if I'm being honest and they'll reach out, I'm like, I don't care to rekindle it. I've moved on. I've moved past it. And honestly, it's it's the pain. It's the pain of like even sending the text or even making the phone call. I'm like, I don't, I don't care to reconnect. I don't need anything else. You just said it. Can I say this? It's a pain, the growing pain. Yeah. Can I say this? So what? You think that's bad? Can I say this? I think it's something that's still left undealt with. Yeah, I feel... But no pain, no pain. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No pain, no pain. I will say this, though. I think think (laughs) just to respond doesn't equal I'm going to reconnect. All it means is, like, there's been people who have reached out, and I just heart their texts. Let me me just finish. I don't think you should respond if you don't feel like... Right. Like I think that I think that sometimes can be mature to not respond to something that there. If, I'm not saying yeah. A, I'm not talking about petty. Kind of, I'm yeah. not talking about petty. Yeah. Like okay, and that also Drama. comes with people you love. For instance, and you and I will have disagreements, arguments in life. We'll do that. Vic and Vic the sound check. Our sister, my sister. You know, your sister. Um, we'll we'll have disagreements, but it would be petty if Vic texts me and is like, hey, um, just reaching out. Sorry about the uh, conversation the other day. Um, wanted to see about this, and I ignore her. At some point, you're like, dude, that is petty. Well, yeah, you're immature because things, she's in yeah. your life. You're mm-hmm. in her life. Right. You're going to have to deal with that. That's but that is also a growing pain. I'm talking about people that are like, dude, like they're out of your life. They're out of your life. Feel like you have to reply. There unless are people. You, unless you want to like reconnect. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Just have an honest check-in of yourself. Why okay. Are you, why are you not responding? And maybe that's the thing. Is yeah. like 
figure out the why for you. For me, it's like, dude, that's okay. I was gonna say this dead and gone. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, you're dead and gone to me. <laughs> like it's but there it, is a lot of wrong choice of words. But in my mind, it's like, dude, we, like we had our run. It was good. It ended. It is ended. It's ended. And I've moved on. I'm doing my best in my life to to focus on the people that are still in the room and not the people who have left. Or I've left. You know, that happens. And so I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being way too honest. And I actually don't know if I we agree with everything We should write this I'm a saying. note. This is one of the topics we should ask. Molly. What questions we should ask Molly. Yeah. I, I think it's a good conversation. How damaged are we? We all, we all have a little ugly. We all have an ugliness in, on the internet. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Let's take it to people you love. So let's talking about like relationships that you're in. You know that uncomfortable moment where, okay, Jen, this is real for you and I in marriage, and I'm sure anyone <laughs> can relate to this, where you, you know, someone you love and you have a disagreement, you have an argument, call it a fight, whatever it is, there's a falling out. You know, but they're still in your life. Like it's it's not it's not a divorce. It's not a separation. It's just like, dude, we we butt heads. We got you know, Vic, you and I have had this over the years. Less than obviously marriage, but Sren, we've had this. You know, you'll you'll get upset with mom and dad, and we'll have, we'll have a falling out. But then there's that awkward moment from the time where it's like we're not arguing anymore. We worked it out. We talked it through. We worked it out. We're we're good. Okay, I love you. I love you. But then there's that awkward moment to where you're not you're not fighting anymore. But you're also not back to that comfortable, cozy, like, hey, yeah, yeah, where you're just totally at ease. You that that's that in between space where you're like, okay, we've had this when it comes to physicality. Like we'll be arguing, and we hadn't been, we hadn't kissed for a day because we were in the middle of an argument, and then you'll come up and be like, or I'll come up and be like, put my arms around you. Okay, <laughs> maybe it's more you. You'll come put your arms around me, and I'm like, okay, like, good, good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real uncomfortable space where it's like I'm. Yeah, you're like <laughs> I haven't been touched in 24 hours. Um, you don't know. It's like you're not mad anymore. There's you've worked it through, but you're also in that space where you're like also like not ready to. It's personality. How do we deal you, with that? Because I know your personality after these, this many years of marriage, it takes you. <laughs> Sorry, a, you said that like it, after this, this many, many years. Marriage. No, I didn't. Yeah. And, um, it takes you a minute. And where like it'll take minute meaning like maybe twenty four hours, maybe forty eight hours, maybe seven to seventy two hours. And then my personality, my personality is, we we had a conversation. Then let's. I'm good. Like let's go. I also do that, but you do that perpetually. I would think you are actually really good at that, and I think that's actually a plus. Like Vic, the sound check, little Ren. Do you are you more like Jen? Like or are you more like me? More like you. Okay, so I okay. So I'm not saying we're right, but Jen, you are an anomaly. You Yeah, like, like okay, like with friends, so where like real. there was a big disagreement, and then you like, and this probably happens more with family because I, I feel like with friends, I, it's been a long time since I've let friends get so close, so close, and I have some close friends, I really do, and a lot of them listen to this podcast, so I want them to know like we're close friends. Um, but friends like family, where it's like, dude, like you do everything together, and it's been a while since I've let that happen, and I, I'm not, I'm not intentionally not. But I'm also not intentionally going for that because we have family. So I feel like it's more family. Like I'm thinking of my brother Ben. Ben and I will have disagreements from time to time. Like we've had some real ones. And then we 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 talk it out. Love you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't mean that. I am sorry. And then but then there's that moment where it's like we're not just hanging like we used to, mm-hmm. where it was just so easy and like, come over, but we're trying to get back to it. And it's that this those uncomfortable growing pains of like 
What are some of the ways, Jen, maybe you just tell us, maybe you know. know. What are some of the ways, okay, then Vic the sound check, Little Ren. What are some of the ways that you get through that season I don't quicker? Know because I don't know the moment when you arrive at the we're good again. Like, I don't but it happens. That moment. But it happens. I, I think you just give it time. Like, if that happens with like a friendship of mine, I just give it a few days and then eventually, like, you kind of just like. You just get back to it. Well, time heals. Time we, heals. Yeah, maybe that's really would we wise. We agree that each though each scenario and relationship is uniquely its own. So there's probably no one way of saying this is the timeline. There's no one way, but there has to be some ways. And I think I think in the relationship, a great relationship can recover when there's humility. Yeah. So that's when, there's, huge. when there's humility in the sense of like, hey, you know, I've forgiven the wrong you've done and, and I've owned the wrong I've done, and you guys get back to a place of really and it also comes down to communication is, is really working through an honest conversation. And I think for me, if, if I've had a really hard go with a relationship and the person is willing to have an honest conversation and own, and I'm to do the same, I, I can almost bounce back instantly because I feel there's been genuine, you know, honesty. So then in that scenario, it's like, okay, like I feel like you've been honest and you've owned stuff and I've been honest and I've owned stuff. And then here we go. And I feel like, and I feel like that's a superpower because I think humility and honest conversation are the start of like getting back to what it was. But the growing pain for me is like, and I really agree with what Lil Ren just said is like, and then there just has to be some time. And I don't know what that looks time like. Time is healthy, And it could be too. hours, it could be days. Yeah. It shouldn't be much longer because then I think you're probably getting into the unhealthy, you know, category of like, dude, you're letting this linger. You're you're letting it fester. You're getting bitter. You're not really handling it. But yeah, fester is such a terrible word. I apologize. Um, I one of you started out the podcast thing. with menstrual cycle or whatever. <laughs> I did? <laughs> oh, focus. Oh. Focus, children. Administration. Um, Fermentation. Oh, stop using all these words. <laughs> so anyways, um, but yeah, I do think, I don't know if that's helpful to people. It's kind of helpful to me. I think in those uncomfortable growing pain moments, time. Okay, in the physical world, when you have growing pains, the only thing that really remedies it is time you have to grow mm-hmm. and once yeah and Takes then re- the remember off. dad used to put like rubbing alcohol on joey's legs or whatever because he had such bad growing pains on his and he would put like stuff. that like green winter green you mean like that um, rubbing alcohol i thought it was that stuff you can put on your body that helps with aches and pains it wasn't been gay been gay yeah that can really help yeah like those kind of things nasty they smell so well, nasty. what are some things i guess you know that are more like in in the sense of like the unseen things that you can do at time you already said i also think for me, if I can bounce off like someone like you, because we're married, obviously, it's like I'm really struggling with the relationship. If I can go to someone that is um, maybe a little bit wiser, a little bit older, or just some wisdom, if I can bounce off my my anger or frustration, it's amazing how like another perspective, a healthy perspective yeah. speaks to that. It can it can ease the pain and yeah. almost kind of knock you back into reality of like, okay, it's not as bad as I think it is. So I think it's important also, maybe this is a remedy, is to have someone that you can go to. And, and, and I love with. that you said a little older and a little wiser. I think so many times in life we we relate and seek counsel from our peers and then also people maybe that are in the same season of life with us. There is some there's some there's something so beautiful and actually necessary about cultivating relationships with people a that mentorship. are further along That's than why you. I come to you. <laughs> oh, stop. Well, clearly wiser. Uh, clearly wiser. I don't know about the older thing. <laughs> Clearly um, older. Um, but yeah, it's so real. Like, And I, I super appreciate, and I don't have a ton of relationships or friendships with people that are you know old enough maybe to be my parents or you know, 10, 15 years older than me. But 
we do have, actually, we have a lot, I yeah, think, about yeah. it. And it's so helpful, not just for that. I mean, I love them, and they're great. And But you can just learn so much more from their perspective in life. I mean, like parents do to kids, like uncles do to nieces and nephews. Like, it just helps people that see it through a different lens and are in mm-hmm. different seasons. And so, anyways, that might be a remedy. Maybe just, maybe put yourself out there a little bit more and... You know, it helps with helps the growing, with growing pains. pains. I mean, there'll be growing pains with that, but then it also helps with the growing pains. Absolutely, you can't carry it all yourself. You yeah, gotta, no. you gotta communicate. It's the rubbing alcohol of life. Rubbing alcohol of life. I love that. <laughs> What's the Advil of life? Coffee. coffee? <laughs> Without question, That's it. the Advil of life is coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you are having growing pains, just I like to, I like to, I like to prescribe two, take two of these and call me in the morning. The Advil of life. Two cups of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Five Stones, our friends who just opened the coffee shop, the bottom of their cup says, one more and a question mark. As you finish your cup, it goes, one more. And I'm always like, yes. But anyways, thank you for listening to Coffee Talk. Thanks for listening so much. I mean, our subscribers are going through the roof. Share, share, share. Share and share alike. Cheers. Cheers, loves. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.